Hey RPG fantasy and art lovers! Do you love high fantasy and the amazing art that goes along with it? Well, we have your source for amazing t-shirts, sketchbooks, and bookmarks, all done by a pop culture architect, Talon Dunning! Take a look at his store at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash the fantastic gallery. Talon has his great work there for great prices. If you like fighters, wizards, paladins, even game masters, he's got the shirt for you to show your love of all of your characters. Go ahead and take a look at his store, the fantastic gallery, and grab a piece of art today. The Fantastic Gallery at Etsy.com. Here we are, folks. Another Chin Rally the podcast. This week, the boys talk about Larry's Loot Crate and Chris brings an Iron Maiden beer. Ooh. Then they do a How Old Do You Act quiz. And Larry's probably about five years old. Then, Larry explains his lack of physics knowledge and drops a large, heavy ladder on himself. Ugh, stupid bollock. And whatever else Chris and Harry want to put in it. Alright folks, grab a drink, grab a dog, and grab a doily, and enjoy this episode of Achim Really The Podcast. See you at the end! So, uh, uh, I was outside... And uh, there's no segue for this. I was outside, and I looked up, and I had a small Pomeranian caught in my dryer vent. Not an actual Pomeranian. No, no Pomeranians were hurt in the, in, in the telling of this story. Well, maybe one. Maybe in the making of the story, but not in the telling. So I grabbed Marissa's stick from uh, tubing. From tubing. Which we've talked about. From Helen, Georgia. And Very expensive stick. Be careful with it. Yes. It's only $5. And I, I taped my stick. <laughs> I, I taped my dryer lint brush to it and went up and started cleaning out the small Pomeranian that was in there. And I literally came out with almost a pound of lint. That's bad. That's a lot of lint. That's a lot of lint. I mean, it was... If it was lead, it'd be different. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, it was like the size like of the listener's of, head. Pound of feathers. Yeah. It was like the size of the listener's head. It was a lot of lint. You think our lint, our dryer now will be working better now? Should yeah. work a little bit better, yeah. So I mean, I couldn't get that deep. If I got the la- a tall ladder, went long ways in, probably I could get long. more. But or I could just hook. What did somebody do? Someone hooked up an electric blower to their dryer vent tube upstairs, yeah. and turned it on and blew it all out. It was funny as shit. Neighbors didn't think so. <laughs> I don't give a crap. The cat who was sitting under <laughs> thought it was very unfunny. <laughs> oh, you know what else animals think is very unfunny? Uh, you'll you'll like this. We had this um, dehumidifier that sits in the house because you know. And dehumidifies things? Dehumidifies things because a lot of moisture coming in from the outside, especially when it rains. It's usually where moisture comes from. So it sits near the door, and we have a little surge protector in between the outlet and it because the cord's not long enough. Okay. It's been there for a long time. Okay. And I was walking over there, it's like, it's been forever since I've emptied this thing. <laughs> go check it out. Go there and there's like water all over the floor. One of the dogs had gotten their a toy or something wedged up under the little lever that automatically shuts off when it gets full. Uh... And the search protector's sitting right in that puddle. Nice. Oh, no. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, nice. So I-, I Did you get electrocuted? No. Damn. I unplugged it and Held it by the cord, <laughs> set it aside, and got the mop, and mopped up all the water, made it nice and safe again, plugged it back in, everything was working fine, emptied it. <laughs> <laughs> and I went back to the computer and started working on last week's episode. Yeah. And about, it's been maybe five minutes past. And I hear, pop! And that ozone smell oh, God, immediately yeah. I mean, shoots across the room. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell just happened? You're the only one here to smell this here! <laughs> and, I, and I turn around real quick and I see our dog, Davey, come bounding around the corner. He has a very concerned look on his face. <laughs> Did he lick it? He peed on it. Oh, even better! So it had been sitting in a puddle of water for like three days. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Davy goes over there and pees on it. It immediately, boom! That has salt in it, too, so that's going to make the conductivity even better. Yeah. Dave was very disconcerted. 
So did his balls just reappear after that? <laughs> uh, <but laughs> I have balls again! <laughs> that sounds like it was a lot of fun. Oh, I'm sure he thought it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so you obviously had to clean it again. You were like... Well, I had to throw the surge protector away because it yeah. was useless. It, it yeah. surged. Yeah, exactly. Well, it protected, I, I think guess. It, was, it did because the thing, was, the dehumidifier still works. Oh, cool. As improbable as that is because it's like a model from 1972. That's okay. My parents have two of those. And yours just went off, apparently. We're going to blow up. <laughs> Be careful. We can't go under 55. That's pretty funny. So I cleaned the, uh, the Pomeranian out. I didn't touch a surge protector. And there was no water. And there was no water. Uh, yes, it was because it was it was raining that day. Oh. But I broke one Unsafe of the safe working environment, huh? Yeah, but I broke one of the little slats uh, off. Well, I didn't really break it because they're really flexible and old, and uh, they're very fragile and old. And, and uh, so I didn't really break it; it just fell apart. No, it didn't even fall apart. It just you know bent and then mm. kind of popped out of the thing. Yeah, it came out of the little holes. Yeah, because it's just a couple little pins holding it in. I was trying to fit because it bent in and the, it, the vents wouldn't open. I'm like, well, that's not good. And then it kind of defeats the purpose of me having cleaned the Pomeranian out. So I'm, I'm trying to fix it. I'm just messing with it. And it goes, boop. I went, fuck. <laughs> and it falls. So I, I took the little slat and I set it over here. I just take all the slats out and so you get better. Well, I was down low. I wasn't. If I had a ladder, I would have gotten a better cleaning anyways. Even with the slats in, it wouldn't have mattered. The dryer lint brush thing, it, it's like grippy, teethy things on it. pointy teeth. If you grab it, it feels like grabbing um, like Carnage. Velcro if you turn it. You know, if you like twist it up and you grab it, it feels like grabbing Velcro. Uh-huh. The hook side, not the loop side. And uh, so I was just like, well, all right. It falls out, and I had already cleaned the Pomeranian out. I was just like, well, I'll just wait. I was like, maybe I'll ask Dave for the letter. I was like, no, then I got to go good all the way down to the brewery, which is 45 minutes away, and I'm not going to do that. So I had Marissa ask our neighbor, who also works on homes, I go, does he have a ladder? And he does. An extendable 35-foot ladder. That'll reach it. That'll reach it. Uh, that happens to... brace the other side against the neighbor's house. Yeah. That happens to be uh, about 110 pounds. Soaking wet. No, dry. Oh, yeah. Uh, and made out of fiberglass and um, depleted uranium. Yeah, it's perfect for sliding up and down. <laughs> so it had ants on it, too. And it was covered in ants. Uh, uh, and, and, but it's really heavy. It's uphill both ways. <laughs> so I'm, In the snow. I'm, I'm walking it over here, and I'm trying to, and I place it against the house. And I'm like, I and don't the house want groans. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to put it there. It's probably gonna break through the siding, and then I gotta go repair the siding. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, well, let me. We don't really have too many options to brace it against, Larry. You brace it against the house, or you brace it against. Well, no. If I had set it up correctly, it, it would have it would have leaned nicer. At this, the way I was doing it, it was a really steep angle. Ah. The points were just going like right into the vinyl siding. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So I go, and Marissa's out there trying to help me, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do this, and I get to a point in the ladder, I'm like, oh, okay, this will work. I'll just lift it up and set it against the house, forgetting my physics. I go and I grab it, and I lift it up, and it's really, really heavy on the high end. (laughs) And my hand slips, and it's falling towards my head and the window, and other things that are breakable. And so I throw my arm up to guard from my head being dented in and having to- Let's let's, let's be honest about this. I threw my hands up in front of my face and screamed. I didn't scream. (laughs) No, he didn't. I threw my arm, I threw my hand up and blocked it like this with my arm straight across. Scream queen. Yes. Ah! Yeah, yeah, sure. It's a better visual for the listeners. Uh Uh, (laughs) Uh-huh. Even though it didn't happen. And no, I was real butchered. I threw up my arm. I did. Blocked it like Wolverine. I threw up my arm to block it like Wolverine, and it hit my arm really hard. And I couldn't break it because it's adamantium. And numbed out my hand. I grabbed the, the back, one of the back things, and moved it back, which it hurt this arm at that, at the right arm at that point too. This was all to keep it from hitting me in the head, and breaking this, the window in the kitchen out. 
and it lands on my uh, grill. my grill, which I don't give a fuck about. And uh, <laughs> grill still there? Yeah, and it lands on the grill, and I'm try- I'm holding it up with my right arm and my left arm. My hand is numb and it hurts real bad. I'm like, I don't think it's broken, and I start feeling for broken bones. And nothing felt broken. I think I've done some nerve damage though. It just hurt like hell. And it's, and you know, and I'm like, I can't do this. I one hand it over there. Our neighbor to the other side, who owns mine, mm-hmm. has a nine and a half foot ladder. I didn't know this, or I would have asked her first. And you wouldn't have had this problem with her. And uh, so Marissa asked her if she has the thing. You see, this is a, this could be the point. It's where it works. She's like, looks around the corner, goes, "You all right?" No, no, she didn't know what was going. I, I got a nine foot ladder if you want that. <laughs> she had just come outside after it was all done. She goes, oh, well, I have a ladder, because she's asking me while I'm running around screaming and howling all sorts of cuss words. Oh. And Marissa's like, yeah, we need you to fix something. You know, I got something. a kid in here. It'd be very helpful. <laughs> no, she came out to smoke and drink wine. And, uh, and yell obscenities into the ether. <laughs> ether. And then pass out, because it's ether. <laughs> so she gives us the ladder. I'm still, I mean, my wrist is no, starting ether. to... ether. That's Gwyneth Paltrow's new, new kid. Oh, oh. <laughs> ether. Oh, and they need to have another one and name him Orr, so it'd be Ether and Orr. So I get it, I fix the thing, my my wrist is all swollen, I take the ladder back, my wrist is swollen even more, and uh, like the pig-headed idiot that I am, I don't put any ice on it until it's about the size of a small child. And Marissa finally just says, Larry, put some ice on it, it looks terrible! So I put some ice on it, and the swelling goes down, but for like two days I had to have an ice pack on, and then uh, just yesterday, I bought a, a brace. wrist brace because it still hurts when if I push a door open or something. I think I might have a like a hairline fracture, did some kind of nerve damage. So don't move it. It it, it sucks. No, I say don't move it. And first thing you just go yeah, hand around. Yeah. No, I have to have like like drinking the coffee or something doesn't bother me. But if I was like lifting, if you had your other move, it might. No, but if I was. <laughs> my wrist gave up. No burning hot coffee all over myself. Oh my crotch! If I was it's all over the carpet, <laughs> my crotch is all over the carpet. After spilling that much hot coffee on it, maybe. If I was to move my Japanese maple outside, I would have to drag it with one hand because if I pulled it with this one, I'd be like, and <laughs> so. Okay, cue music. Say that and you never do. I always do. No, you don't. Because we always hear, oh, that's okay, I'm going to cut all this bit out. It's because the all this stuff I cut out, that becomes the episode. <laughs> it becomes a mini-show. It becomes the episode. Chris is playing, let's uh, torture Larry with, with our product reviews. All right. All right. This is glass. It's a glass? It's a glass. This oh. is. Oh, I've had this. I figured as much, but. I have the bottle up on top of my fridge, I think. Yeah, I do. I'll see it. Don't care. I can't reach it, but it's back there. There's one right here, Larry. I understand. <laughs> you can talk about the bottle with this one. Yes. So this is Trooper. This is Iron Maiden's Trooper. Uh, it's a premium British beer. It's very tasty. And I already know this. And I'll be more than happy to drink it again. Uh, in fact, I was going to buy a six pack and just never got around to it. In honor of Bruce Dickinson in, turning 57. Yes. Oh, that's right. He did yesterday, right? No, this weekend. Sometime recently. Uh, Within the last few days. Recently of the recording. It'll probably be like months before. Yeah. So the back of it, there's a lot to read here. Onward, onward rode the 600, the Charge of Light Brigade, which inspired the Iron Maiden song, The Trooper, took place at the Battle of Baklava, 1854. <laughs> Baklava. <laughs> All right, baklava. (laughs) During the Crimean War, when 600 British cavalry courageously charged the mass Russian artillery, this gallant but foolhardy assault resulted in a massive loss of life and came about due to a misunderstanding of an order given by the commanding officer, Lord Reagan. Well, 
<laughs> I guess you're just gonna have to go. Trooper's a premium British beer inspired by Iron Maiden and handcrafted at Robinson's Brewery. Being a real ale enthusiast, vocalist Bruce Dickinson, or Bruce the Bruce. He's also like an airline pilot and I'm not airline, I'm a commercial pilot. Yeah. He's got a really long list. He's got a, a PhD, PhD in music. It's it's pretty crazy. But he's also kind of a dick. So uh, has developed a beer which has true depth of character, malt flavors, and citric notes from a unique blend of Bobic, Goldings, and Cascade hops dominate this deep golden ale. And lemongrass. <laughs> lemongrass. Citric notes. <laughs> uh, government warnings, which aren't on actual British beers, uh, because apparently Americans are stupid, and we need to know this stuff. You can get a cash refund from California, Vermont, New York, Maryland, Connecticut, Iowa, Oregon, Maine, Delaware, Hawaii, or Michigan, or Oklahoma. But only if it's still full. (laughs) Only if it's still full. Product of Robert Anglin, uh, Frederick Robinson Limited, Unicorn Brewery, Stockport, Cheshire, Sussex, 11JJ, UK. Robinson'sBreweryCompany.com, imported by Artisanal Imports, Inc., Austin, Texas. And on the front is a picture of Eddie. Yes, on the front is a picture of Eddie as the trooper from the album cover. I like this beer. It's tasty. Well, that's not a very good review. I think it is. I think you should give it like the thorough review like you gave the Schlitz. What's your problem with the tops today? It's this crappy thing. <laughs> it's a crappy thing. Say when. When? You always gotta make adjustments for the foam because you always pour mine straight and give it like <laughs> six inches of foam. <laughs> Two inches of actual product. Okay, so sweaty bottle aside. Here we go. So what's it smell like, Larry? Smells like love. No, no, you're supposed to be the the expert. In in hops. You're supposed to give me like these expert opinions. The expert opinions? Yeah, because you're like the beer enthusiast. The beer, I'm I'm more into scotch. You want to start buying scotches? I almost did last night, but then I realized they're expensive and I'm not into scotch yet. (laughs) Yeah, they're very expensive. They can be very expensive. What was it going to buy, like a cheap scotch? I saw a double black... Johnny Walker the other day. I've never seen that before. And of course, the blue. The blue, you can buy a 750 milliliter, $400. You might. I can't. Well, I can't either. I guess I could sell my car and buy a case. Yeah, it's hoppy and it's it's a premium British beer. I mean, it, this, this is, other than being cold, this is pretty much how beers in Britain are. Though they drink a lot of ciders there. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I like it. It's got a nice maltiness, good hops to it. It doesn't really bite you in the face with hops like a lot of American beers do. It lives up to its description. You know, malt flavors, citric notes. I've never had, I mean, well, I've had this beer, so I've had it, but I've never cooked with Bobbic or brewed with it before. This is Iron Maiden marinated steak. Mar- <laughs> Iron Maiden marinated steak? Mm-hmm. Is that a tough steak? It's a metal steak. I don't know. When you bite it, you ha! <laughs> no, but generally that's what people use beer for is to marinate steaks. You can. But you only use like Budweiser's and crappy beers to marinate steaks and stuff in. You don't use a really good beer. Maybe you. <laughs> you want our steaks to be good. Then don't marinate them in beer. <laughs> no, that's what you do. No. What you do? What all the fine steakhouses do? No, they dry age or wet age. I know food too. I'm a fat man. Don't forget. So, yes. Insert comment here. Insert comment here. I, I like it. I would definitely buy it again. In fact, I didn't buy this one, but I have bought it. So it's super tasty. They used to have that poster. Did you? Mm-hmm. Not with a beer bottle, but with the with the yeah, yeah with the trooper on it. Yeah, and you saw a lot more of it than you even saw on the album cover. You saw like more of the saber, more of the flag. Because it was rectangular. Well, not on the shirt. Well, yeah, it was rectangular on the shirt, but it was 
It even went lower so he could see down past you know, his knees. Mm -hmm. He saw the guys laying on the ground. It was cool. I was cool. Then I grew up. Now I'm kind of lame. And I'm still a metal guy. But you got a world famous podcast. But I got a mostly world famous podcast and a, the brewery. That's, that's kind of cool, I guess. All right. You started making Iron Maiden beer. I wonder if we could, if I could get a hold of him and make an Iron Maiden soda. Maybe. But then you have to deal with him. That's all right. If I have to deal with him and I can make 10 million off of it, okay. I'll deal with him. Can't be any worse to deal with Dave. Hmm. <laughs> no. And Dave would be ecstatic. Oh, Dave, I got a I got a meeting today with a guy named Bruce. Can't get a meeting with the Scorpions? <laughs> like the Scorpions beard. Oh, cool. no, I got to get a meeting with Dave Coverdale. He hates him. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. Why? Dave Coverdale took their guitarist from the band that he was in. Who's guitarist? Dave Sheets was in a band. Yeah. Their guitarist was so good that when C.C. DeVille or DeMille or whatever left... Poison? Poison? Uh, now I'm confused. David Coverdale was in Deep Purple and White Snake. So, okay, so... David Coverdale is the official replacement <laughs> vocalist for metal bands. <laughs> That's true. He is, isn't he? Mm -hmm. He's like the Roger Moore. <laughs> so, whatever. He, he uh, Maybe he likes David Coverdale and it's... I don't know. Who sings Every Rose Without a Thorn? Brett Michaels? If you're confusing David Coverdale for Brett Michaels, I've, I've lost I track going, somewhere. I'm going to have lost all respect for you. I, I've lost track somewhere. He, he said he doesn't like Coverdale, though, for some reason. I can't remember why now. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Is it because he replaced that guy on Whitesnake? Because that can't be it. No, that can't be it. Uh, yeah, we had a hit, and then David Coverdale come along, and we have thousands of hits in this <laughs> So... Needless to say, it would just they be... They sold out with commercial. <laughs> it would be funny to just get a... They, become, a, they became the Tawny and Whitesnake band. It, it would be uh, very funny to get a, an interview or a, a sit-down meeting with Bruce. Good luck. Oh, yeah, it's not going to happen. He's got to do his radio show. That's true. And eight million other things. But uh, I think it would be funny, though, get a hold of but Bruce. He, but he could fly. I'm still playing over here. That's true. Hell, he could fly over here, pick me up, and take me back. Look, I, look, I gotta do a, a radio show. Um, you're gonna be on it. Oh, uh, do I have to dress nice? It's radio. Well, it's, it's radio, so yes. <laughs> Is the queen gonna be listening? Maybe. <laughs> There's only one radio station. There's four. BBC Six. BBC Six. He's on the same uh, rotation as um, Craig Charles's radio show. He has his fucking soul radio show. Oh, that's uh, not Rimmer. Yeah, Rimmer. No. No. Dave Lister. Lister. Well, actually, Craig Charles, but... I'm trying to place the character with the... I don't know his real name, so... No, I didn't until now. <laughs> so, okay, yes. I would buy it again. Cue uh, Iron Maiden. No. <laughs> not paying those royalties. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> we do need a new opener. I, I decided on uh, getting a couple of these goofy Larry's quizzes, internet quizzes, or whatever the hell we call this segment. What age do you act? Number one, flipping through the channels, you are most likely to stop and watch SpongeBob, Degrassi, The Next Generation, The oh, OC. What is this? <laughs> the OC. CSI or the West Wing? I'd probably stop at CSI. What is your favorite desert? Can you already tapped creme brulee. I didn't even do anything. Well, tap your answer. Uh, candy, nanner split, a mudslide, tiramisu, or creme brulee? Ooh, I, I like tiramisu better than creme brulee. Though I like a good creme brulee. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is your current living situation? You live yes. with your mom and dad and love it. You live with your parents, unfortunately. You live alone or with roommates. I kind of live with a roommate. Uh, you live with your boyfriend or girlfriend. You live with your spouse. I, can I do two of them? No, I don't oh, think so. Okay. I couldn't get Prim with your tiramisu, so. <laughs> I live with my spouse. 
An acquaintance tells you a very juicy secret about your best friend. Can you keep the secret? Nope, but not on purpose. You just tend to spill the beans. Um, you can keep a secret for a few days, but that's it. No way. You tell everybody what you found out about your friend. You would probably share the secret with a mutual friend, and that's it. If you told anyone, it would be your best friend who deserves to know the gossip firsthand. But there's not a no. No way. Oh, yeah. No, there's no flat out no. Can I not answer this? No. I mean, the only person I would tell would be Marissa, unless it was about her, and I wouldn't tell her. She don't know. But nobody has any secrets on Marissa anyways, especially ones that I don't know. So, uh, so I guess I'll just go with nope, not on purpose. But it does say that she'd spill the beans. Yeah, it's but I mean, I'm not going to tell the friend firsthand. Those are the only two I would even think of. Okay. Your idea of a good party is tons of ice cream and cake, make out games like spin the bottle, lots of free alcohol, Good friends, a few drinks, but nothing crazy. A wine tasting at an art gallery. <laughs> I'm going with the good friends, a few drinks, but nothing too crazy. Because I'm kind of boring. So you're kind of a low brow guy. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> your ideal career, it says working at FAO Schwartz, which is kind of hard because they're out of business. Being a video game tester which I tried to do once. Working at Facebook, no. Being a real estate agent, hell no. Your current career, except a bit more pay. Yes. <laughs> well, yes, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah. The last time you told a lie was when you lied to your parents about eating all the cookies. You lied to your parents about what you did one weekend. You lied to your sweetie about who you were banging. You lied to your boss about why you skipped work. You lied about your age. You don't want to admit how old you are. Or two questions ago. <laughs> uh, or two questions ago. The good party one? Oh, three questions ago. Three questions ago. I, I haven't done any of those. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll Which go. one are you most likely to do? Uh, lie to my sweetie about I didn't eat all the cookies, but that's not an answer. That's it's lie to your parents no, about is, eating all the cookies. No, this is lying to your sweetie about whose cookies you're eating. <laughs> it's, yes, and I wouldn't do that because I wouldn't eat somebody else's cookies. I guess I'll lie about my age. Why would you lie about your age? Why wouldn't you lie about why you didn't go to work? Because I own my own business. Who am I telling, Dave? <laughs> I'm probably skipping the time with Dave. So you're having lunch with a few friends. After lunch, you're probably going to take a nap, spank one out, scope some hobbies to talk to, talk about work and your significant others, head home. Lunch was all you had time for. Well, I'm not going to run around outside and have fun, which was the spank one out one. So I'll go head home because this is going to say I'm like 108. <laughs> you know that, right? Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, best rock band of all time is rock music gives you a headache and makes you cry. Rock? You don't listen to rock. Try emo or rap. The White Stripes, Guns N' Roses, Rolling Stones. Ooh, well, nice. best rock band out of those choices? Yeah, Stones. It's, I'm not going to say the other two because I listen to metal and that doesn't give me a headache. Uh, how would you describe your political views? None of your fucking business. <laughs> uh, you really option? No. Dang. You don't get politics. Apathetic. Quite liberal. Liberal, but you're starting to think the government taxes too much. Conservative more and more each day. Yep. Yeah. Is there anything else after that? No. Okay, so... I'm guessing 73. <laughs> Thanks. So, submit. Oh, it's on the TV shows Murder, She Wrote, wasn't on there. 33. Really? Welcome. You are 30-something at heart. You've had a taste of success, no, and true love. The podcast. <laughs> uh, but you want more. You're responsible, wise, Ish. and have... <laughs> Ish. <laughs> and have enough experience to understand a lot of the world. You're at the point in your life where you understand yourself pretty well. You are figuring out what you want and how to get it. Well, there you go. Well, let's go back. Okay. Flipping through channels, you're most likely to stop and watch. CSI. 
Okay. Your favorite dessert? Out of those, the banana split. Banana split. Current living situation? Same. Same. Juicy secret thing? Last one, the, the friend first. You thing. tell the friend first. Uh, your idea of a good party is? Probably the same. Good friends, few drinks, but nothing too crazy. Too Nothing too kooky? I didn't say that one, but okay. Kooky. Kooky. Kooky, kooky, kooky. Uh, your current ideal career is something... Well, if, if my current career was what we're doing now, then I would do that. So I guess that's it. So the bottom one? Yeah, because I'm not going to work at Facebook. What? Uh, you don't want to be a real estate agent? No. Although they make good money. Yeah, well, sometimes. Uh, when was the last time you told a lie? Let's read over these again. Uh, lie to your parents about eating cookies. Lie to your parents what you did one weekend. Lie to your sweetie about who you were banging. Lie to your boss about why you were banging that person. And lie about your age. Uh, do the work one. This one? Which is actually not really likely either, but... Okay. <laughs> I tell them why I'm, gonna be, why I'm not going to be there, and I usually tell like weeks in advance yeah <laughs> that I'm not gonna be there yeah uh, you're having lunch with a few friends after lunch you're probably going to nap run around outside scope out some hotties talk about work and your significant other uh, head home lunch is all you had time to do probably the talk about work thing okay so that one there uh, yes okay <laughs> stones how would you describe your political view same thing yeah alright so here we go weird Weird. Yeah, you're exactly 90. the same as me. 33. A chick with glasses. Yeah, and a chick with glasses. All I right. It's hardly worth the effort. Yeah. Well, I mean... For the second, <laughs> the second trip through. Yeah. All right, let's see. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so we're both uh, 33-year-old girls with uh, tannish hair and glasses. So, uh, cue music. Record until we run out of time. <laughs> I'm talking about to talk about. Yeah, you were going to talk about this box here. This box here? Yeah, you don't keep your loot crates anymore. You... Yeah, they're upstairs. You're supposed to keep those together and you can unpack them and talk about all the cool stuff you got from Loot Crate. I can tell you what I got from you did my from... Loot Crate. I didn't get a shirt this time. Uh-huh. I think they're separating the shirts off and doing, I think they call it like loot. Loot wear. I think that's it. I think that actually is it. Loot wear. I got a shirt and a hat and gloves. But I got uh, and a carbon. Carbon. There's a top hat. Carbons and a suspenders. Uh, but uh, let's see. On this one, I got a hardback, a hot, a hardback book, and it was called the the uh, Golden Age of um, uh, Wireless. No, no, of uh, something something heroes. It was all really bad heroes that lasted maybe a few a few issues in comics. Uh, there was one it was like Skater Man, and he was wearing white booty shorts and roller skates. This was a 70s icon. It was, uh, yeah, it was a 70s icon. He was kicking ass with roller skates. Is that a DC or a Marvel character? I think it was DC. Oh, good. I hope he'll show up in that next Superman Batman movie. Yeah. Do you need me to get your book? If you want. Skater Man! And then I got the pin that they give you with every one of them. I got a Batman key ring. Big metal key ring with a bottle opener in it, uh, which is cool. So I just pulled my old bottle opener off my key set chain and put that on. Now my keys weigh like nine pounds. Let's see, I got a Wonder Woman poster that says she can do it. It's in the style of Rosie the Riveter. Mm. So it's kind of cool. She's doing this and breaking a chain. That was a smile with my arms apart. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they got that visual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got a Link wristband. From Zelda? Yeah. Okay. So it's that logo. Oh, okay. The Zelda logo on a wristband. That, you'll use that all the time. Yeah. I got a Batman, uh, Batman figurine. He's standing on the top of an eagle skyscraper kind of gargoyle. But it's the 60s Batman. Oh. There we go. The League of Regrettable Superheroes. Nice. Loot Crate Edition. Let's see here. I'll give you one. Uh, the Bouncer. They call me The Bouncer because I bounced the laziness out of your soul. Let me guess, 1982? No, try 1944. Really? Yeah. Uh, Bouncers were really popular in the early 80s. Yeah. Because of Mr. T. The Eye. This came out in 39. He's just a floating eye. 
Stop that criminal. I can't. But I can tell you everything he's done up to now. Yeah. I've been watching him. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mother Hubbard. She was a witch. Uh, and this came out in 41. Loosen eyes from out of head. No more children, you'll be fed. She spoke in rhyme. Oh, boy. All of the time. So it's the Nipsey Russell of superheroes. Yes. Let's see. Uh, Pat Parker, war nurse. And that was uh, 41. Was she friends with Lois Lane? Uh, no. Lois Lane's pal, war nurse. And uh, no, but she was friends with Captain Freedom, Shock Gibson, Pat Parker, Biff Tannen, and Ted Parrish. Biff Tannen? Yeah. Isn't that funny? That's funny. It's actually Bannon, but it sounded funnier. <laughs> oh, the uh, regular fellows heroic comics had Rainbow Boy. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. What was his superpower? He had a lot of them. Let's see. Um, when powered by the sun or any sufficiently bright light, including flashlights and glowing magma, Rainbow <laughs> Boy. sufficient light there. Rainbow. Rainbow Boy was capable of flying at the speed of light with air bunnies while producing a prismatic display in his wake. He could also extend the Roy G. Biv effect at will, using it to form barriers, shields, bridges, even temporary prisons. He made rainbow bridges? Apparently. So he made... Uh, uh, Bifrost? Yeah, there you go. Uh, though his plain white costume was mostly a blank canvas, his powers were... Is more it holding me? Doesn't it the Bifrost? Hey, hey! His, his powers more than made up for the monotony with brilliant displays. Not to mention the... Not very effective, but he sure is pretty. Not to, not to mention the rainbow crest on his helmet. The rainbow. Yeah. Like a mohawk. Like a Spartan. Yes. Um, let's see. Speed Centaur. Yes, I've always talked. I'm a talking horse. The only one there is. This is what he looked like. And okay, in order to... Centaur. Yeah. In order to keep his... Identity a secret, he would put on a costume horse head. Yeah, I can't see how that didn't take off. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait for the movie adaptation of that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me find out. The Gunmaster. Well, that'd go over well today. This came out in the 60s. He was a pacifist, but he was a, a gunsmith. And he did tired, got tired of seeing people get treated poorly. So he made a bunch of guns. And he hung out with a kid named Bullet. The gun boy. How many issues did that last? Uh, gotta be a hell of a riding team. Let's see. Uh, despite the things that. like the Lone Ranger just shoots. He got guns. his own title. Shoots guns out of people's hands? A dozen appearances. So you get to shoot. And it's like, let me guess. He shoots all the guns out of their hands and they give up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Mir Miracle Man. It's a Canadian one because Marvel sued them for doing Marvel Man. <laughs> He became a Mexican version of Super Hombre. <laughs> That's funny. And uh, Hombre de Super? <laughs> no, no Super Hombre. And uh, and uh, oh, his magic word to turn into Captain Universe or Miracle Man <laughs> was Galap. It's an acronym standing for Galileo, Archimedes, Leonardo. Aristotle and, and, and Pythagoras. <laughs> sure wasn't so he was, teenage. He was really so great Shazam, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a ripoff of Captain Marvel. It's ripoff every character. Yeah. There's Mr. Muscles from 1956. He was stricken with polio and he used his own mind over matter to work himself out so he was ultra strong. Was that same, same so time? So he overcame as... polio by working out. He overcame polio by moving because he was paralyzed already. Is this the same time frame as FDR? No, that was World War II. This is 1956. Okay, and then I guess not. <laughs> well, FDR was president from like World War II up to Vietnam. So <laughs> he was president a long time. There's Nature Boy, who <laughs> had all the powers of nature, but he had to ask to be able to use them. Uh, the Mindbenders. No, oh, I'm sorry, not the Mindbenders, the Sentinels. I'm going to say Mindbenders, no, the still, roller coaster. Still going. Uh, Helio, Mentella, and Brute. They were a. Brute? <laughs> I'm Brute. <laughs> Is that one of Klaus's uh, fragrance names? Maybe. <laughs> uh, they were a folk rock band in the 60s. 
and lived in a commune. And their superpowers were... I I don't remember. But uh, they fought crime. (laughs) This one will catch you. Hold on. He's waiting for Skater Man. They put Rom in there? Yep. Rom was cool. He didn't have that many uh, that many issues of his comic book. Yeah, like 52 or something. Yeah, well, it was made to sell the toy, but the toy wouldn't sell because, I don't know. They, they explained yeah, but it. It outlasted the toy by years. Right. I mean, he's, they just recently um, lost the license to it. He was... There he is. Skate man. They're talking about trying to... 1983. Trying to reacquire the license to get him in Guardians of the Galaxy. That'd be kind of neat. So uh, there you go. And the Skate Man came out in 83. Yeah. And then I got a Spock air freshener doing this live long and prosper thing. It smells like vanilla. So I guess that's what that's Spock what smells like. I, got that, uh, I already talked about the wristband. Wristband. And uh, the, that'll get you into all the uh, Legends of Zelda tournaments that you want to go to. It will. I can't wait. And then um, the box it came in. The box came in, which you turned from being a black box, which is what they send it as. Mm-hmm. You turned it inside out. And it became the building to set the Batman figure on top of. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, and the Batman figure has a little dry erase board made up as a word bubble. So you can make him say whatever you want. So you can make him say whatever you want. So there's a whole bunch of people making Adam West swear. Pretty much. I said, Robin, go get my bat shark repellent. And then I erased it and took the sign off and put it in my desk. We should put the Cuber thing on there. <laughs> I should. So yeah, so he sits proudly where my Terminator head from the last box sat, right front and center under so, under my monitor. So where the Terminator head go? It went to the right next to my speaker. Ah. It can't go to the left because I've got my army of. Can't go to the left because that's the governor. He's always on the right. <laughs> no, I can't go to the left because I have my army of Walking Dead of the people from the Walking, Walking Dead because I've only got like three. Walk, actual walkers or four walkers. I now have uh, uh, 600. No, I have three of the black guy with the hammer. Uh, Henry? <laughs> yes. I can't remember his name from the show. And Steel? I have. Uh, no. And I have three of uh, the character Glenn's girlfriend. I can't remember her name either. Glenn's girlfriend. And I got the governor uh, with one He's eye. next to the speaker. <laughs> no, not the governor. But he's got his knife and missing an eye. Those aren't Loot Crate related. They're Funko. Those are Larry on the Shopping Binge. Binge, yeah. Related. So, yeah. So, uh, I, they pulled the clothing out of the Loot Crate, and I guess they're going to be putting other stuff to replace it. Like the League of Regrettable Superheroes. Like the League of Regrettable Superheroes. It's a hardback book, too. It's their first hardback book. So, when we get that big movie deal, when Disney comes calling... I was like, hey, we got all these Marvel movies going on. You know, what franchise do you want to tackle? I'll pull that book out. Skateman! <laughs> <laughs> no! You thought Ant-Man was good? Wait till you see Skateman. No, we got to do... It'll be done, done in the... We'll move it to the late 70s. We got to do Spider-Queen. She has all the powers <clears throat> of Spider-Man, but she's wearing a dress. So... <laughs> <laughs> what? When did that come out? Uh, 41. So that was before Spider-Man. Way before Spider-Man. So you're saying Spider-Man's a ripoff. Ooh. We could do Zippo. Zippo, the lighter man. He, no, he has uh, wheels on his feet that make him go really fast. So he's Skate Man. Sort of, but not really. Is he DC or Marvel? Neither. He is Clue Comics, Hillman Productions, 1943. I have to find out who bought Clue. Though apparently, nobody just went out of business. Apparently he gets 40 miles per gallon highway. His his wheels are a gallon piston, of what? Um, his wheels are piston driven, which is hard to believe because there's a big joint in the middle where, and so if it goes down and you're back like that, it's just going to push the thing. Never mind, <laughs> physics. And he's so pedal powered. No, they're powered <laughs> by air capsules. So they're CO two powered. So basically, it goes. He has to change the capsule. Change the capsule. <laughs> like a bandolier of CO2 cartridges. <laughs> no, I, look at that costume. He looks like the wizard. He does. Or Brain Boy. Brain Boy. His superpower, he has a brain. <laughs> He's telepathic. Telepathetic. Telepathetic. <laughs> Brother Power, the geek. <laughs> so he bites the heads off of chickens? 
Here we go. Fat Man, the human flying saucer. That's the one. <laughs> he looks. He looks right at me. That's perfect, right? So, what's the year on that? Uh, sixty-seven. Say who owns it? Uh, a Lightning comic. So, I have to find out who bought Lightning comics. Let's see. Okay, when a spaceship, also a shape-shifting alien, crashes within sight of his daily constipational, Crawford rushes to its aid. He is rewarded for his efforts with the power to transform himself into a UFO. So there you go. Yeah, that's the one I'm making. Fat Man, the human spaceship. <laughs> Is that our next 48 hour? If we pull superheroes. No, 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 that's when we get our get our big movie contract. Oh. I don't know, we could do that. What, 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 what movie do you want to make? Well, let me show you. <laughs> Fat Man, the human spaceship. He's had to figure out who to cast in that role. Well, that guy. Well, there's not a whole lot of fat actors anymore. They all keep skinnying down and getting marble roles. Me. <laughs> I don't cast an unknown in this part. Well, you're you're we're we're doing an unknown movie, so might as well. Then I'll become famous and I'll never work be, for you again. Because <laughs> that'd be fun. Yeah. No, it'd be, it's a, well, we gotta go to Comic Con with it. Why would you go to Comic Con with us? I mean, it's a comic book style movie, but it's based on a comic book. We gotta go to Comic Con. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. We can go to San Diego Comic Con and pack Hall H out. Cool. No, we'll follow J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I was gonna say right after J.J. Abrams. And uh, they'll leave and we'll just do our thing because we're used to talking to nobody anyways. <laughs> It'll just be Marissa in the audience. That should be all the way in the back. I couldn't get a seat! Hey, Marissa and Talon. Marissa and Talon. No, he'll be at his desk. Or he'll have left with the J.J. Abrams crowd. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's just Marissa. Yay! Why are you always all the way in the back? I couldn't get a seat! Hello? <laughs> Thankfully, this is being streamed live on YouTube, so our embarrassment is now complete. <laughs> No, it wouldn't be YouTube. It would be something else. Being streamed live on BitTorrent. <laughs> it's a pirate stream. It's a pirate stream. So we have to talk like this the whole time. Yar. So we were just going to show a clip from the movie. So now we're just going to show the whole movie. Yeah, we're just going to show you the movie. So all those people who didn't stay, you missed it. <laughs> Until you get to your hotel room and you log into BitTorrent. And we're not going to release it. So the only people who showed up for it, all I just want to see it. Just me. We're just gonna, we're gonna release the trailer we were gonna show here as the movie. So Marissa, Marissa goes, I don't want to see it again. I've already, I've already seen it once. Just show the trailer. That was better. <laughs> oh, like all of our movies. We can do a killer eight-minute movie. Eight minutes and eight. That might seconds. be all we get out of that property. So I don't know. Remember, he had a few episodes, a few issues of the comic book. We could do the whole, all every issue, the whole series. The whole series is one movie. It'll be a good hour and a half. All right, we need a sequel. They didn't write anymore. <laughs> we'll write a new one. They got sued. This very, very complex character. I don't know if we can write a sequel. <laughs> complex character. It's a fat guy that turns into a spaceship. Really so many adventures he can have. Yeah. We ended the first one with him getting shot down by the military, so I'm not sure what a sequel would entail. Somebody sees his crash and gets gifted with the powers and takes over for him? Yeah. It could be Skinny Man, the human. Oh my goodness. The human, you, the human oh, so he gets a big name actor each time to take over the role. That would be funny. Like James Bond, but quicker. <laughs> every, every time, every time he dies, we get someone else. Gonna get Kane hotter, but then I have to show up in the movie just so he can punch me. No, we, we'll, we'll get like really big name stars. Kane hotter's not a big name star. Well, he is in the horror community, but okay. Talk about in just in general, like we'd, Brad Pitt, we'd George Clooney, George Clooney, George Clooney, Brad, Clooney. Oh my, Brad Pitt. You know the Batman of superhero movies. Yeah, there you go. Or we'll just do the Batman. We'll start with Michael Keaton. <laughs> we'll get Val Kilmer. Get George Clooney. George Clooney. He'll be in three of them. Then we'll get Christian Bale. Then we'll get Christian Bale. I think you're being a little more intense than we need for this character. <laughs> you know what? You a fool. You know when yes, I asked Adam are. West to do this? Come on. We had Adam, Adam West. If he's alive. He's, I mean, okay, he will be alive, but I don't know if he'll be up to the physical challenges of being a UFO. 
I don't know about this, guys. <laughs> you can cuss in this movie. Doo-doo. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Is that all your Loot Crate stuff? Uh, that's all, all that I can remember. Because we like went twice as long on Loot Crate as we did on anything else. Because well, we started talking about movies. Cue music! Reality of the podcast into your ear and dribbled out the anus as a disgusting discharge. Oh my god, I can't believe Larry had me say that. <laughs> and look at him, look at the idiot. He's now rolling all over the floor, laughing himself sick. <sighs> so maybe the ladder did hit him in the head. Hopefully. Uh, I'd like the Iron Maiden beer. In fact, I'm gonna go buy some for the house. I do have to say the age quiz was totally off for him. I mean, way off. Oh well, for Chris, Larry, and Harvey, I'm Tina saying, no, no, Larry, I'm not going to say that. You are a disgusting little turd. <laughs> this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by Chunky Whiskey. Hmm. It's a pool party, and what comes out? Jello shots. Yay! The same old, same old, all over again. Plus, you hate vodka, anyways. Well, AR Foods is gonna help you out there, bub. Chunky whiskey. Yep, chunky whiskey. Just glob this stuff out into mason jar shots and watch the fun devolve into fights and belligerents. Now that's a fucking party. Chunky whiskey by AR Foods. Chunky whiskey, 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 chunky whiskey, whiskey, oh.